Hey there, Ravens Flock. Welcome back to Baltimore Talk. I'm your host, Anthony Propes, and I'll be giving you a recap of every Baltimore Ravens game from now to postseason. I'm your host, Anthony Propes, and I'll be giving you everything you miss, plus my own personal thoughts, opinions, and analysis. This is now week three of the regular season where the Baltimore Ravens took on the New England Patriots, and it was a good one. It was a good back-and-forth contest that was really well-earned on the Ravens' part. Before we start, I do have to say that we were blessed after going all last year. We finally got him back, J.K. Dobbins, and it was definitely good to see him back on the field. He definitely did some good things yesterday and made a staple for himself. Justin Houston, unfortunately, is also out with a questionable groin injury, and hopefully he won't be gone for long because of the things he does. we definitely going to need him back, so it'll be good to see him recover from that injury real soon. But let's get into it and see how this victory came about. So, starting with the opening coin toss, like last week, the Patriots did win the opening coin toss and chose to defer. I don't know if I even have to say, because like weeks one and two, the choice to defer is definitely the right one, because we all know this is a great game, and it can change on the drop of a dime, so choosing to defer on the opening coin toss is definitely the smarter option. We all know that. Once the Ravens got the ball on the opening drive, Lamar held the ball in the pocket for a total of seven seconds. And knowing how Lamar Jackson plays, it's real dangerous to give him that much time in the pocket. But unfortunately, it didn't do too much because on those first two plays, he did miss his intended targets for the passes. On that third play, though, he does send a screen pass to J.K. Dobbins, and it gives him a little bit of forward progress, making it a third and out. And then on the final play, Daniel McWally from the Patriots ended up tipping the ball, causing a turnover on downs to start the Patriots' first drive. The Patriots started off with an illegal formation flag, pushing them back a couple yards. Then the stud himself, Patrick Queen, got a sack on New England quarterback Mac Jones and forces them to punt the ball away for the first time today. But back on offense, Lamar uses his quick speed to have a QB keeper for five yards and get himself out of bounds. On the next play, though, he sits in the pocket for four seconds, almost gets sacked, and almost gets Mark Andrews, but gets an incomplete. The next play, though, on third and five, with almost a delay game flag, he then ends up showing why he's such a star-studded player, and Lamar gets that first down for Baltimore, moving the chains. On that next play, though, unfortunately, guard Patrick McCarry went out with an ankle injury, and it was questionable if he returned. He did end up not returning for the rest of the game, but on that same play, J.K. Dobbins gets a handoff from Lamar Jackson and gets a gain of three yards. Lamar then fakes a handoff to Dobbins for a nice screen pass and a little bit of a few yards to Mark Andrews. He then once again... Sends it to Mark Andrews, who does get that first down, continuing that drive. And it's so nice to see Mark and Lamar getting those passes, getting those screen plays, because you just, you know the team chemistry between those two. You see how well they do things. You see that Lamar knows, everybody knows that Mark is Lamar's favorite target. And it's just easy to see Lamar always surveying the defense, always trying to find an open man, and it's always Mark Andrews. Like, and, and at this point in the game and in the league, I don't know how people don't understand that if you see Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson on the field at the same time, most of the time, Lamar's going to end up throwing, especially if he's thrown, Lamar's definitely going to end up throwing to Mark Andrews because that's his favorite target. And you can't, you can't, uh, what's the word you would say? You can't fault him for that. Like, can you really fault him for that? Because Lamar has the strength in the arm and Mark has the hands. So... They're just an unstoppable duo. It's absolutely criminal to see that against anybody, but you can't fault them for doing such great work. But getting back into it, 
J.K. Dobbins does get a nice handoff for a short gain of five yards. And out of nowhere on this next play, it was crazy. Lamar dimes it to Mark Andrews again, who gets a one-handed catch. And I know we all say that those one-handed catches started with Odell Beckham Jr. years back. And so many players are doing it nowadays. But this one with Mark, it was just different. He got the hand up. He extended his reach so much. Honestly, I thought he looked like Mr. Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. He extended that arm so far and just used his incredible strength to just hold onto that ball and just reel it in, getting a great first down with a stunning set of yards to go with it. It's absolutely crazy. And this was a... Mark's third catch of the day, and man, did he have a day. Unfortunately, on the next play, though, Lamar does get sacked, which we all know that happens sometimes, so no big deal, honestly. Hey, quarterback sacks, they happen in games. You can't really expect it not to happen at least once, maybe even twice in a game, depending on who the defense is and if they're having a really good day. So we all expect quarterback sacks every once in a while, but Lamar decides to dump it the next play, dump the ball straight to Patrick Card, who then gets a third and one. And this was a good play because we don't usually hear his name or see from much of him. So it was, it was a nice change of pace to see Patrick Card actually get some spotlight. The next play, Lamar does a shovel pass to Andrews again, who gets his touchdown. And I, again, I don't know how many times I got to say this and sing these praises, but Mark and Lamar, absolutely crazy. It, this was actually Mark's second touchdown of the year, and it was a great one. This was the first score of the game, which it's not how we end the first quarter, but it's definitely within the last couple of seconds because we did have a few injuries during this first quarter, but I'll get into that in just a second. Before we do that, we have to sing the praises of the best kicker in NFL history who happens to wear the purple and black, being a Baltimore Ravens player, Justin Tucker. With the amount of consecutive kicks this man has and the amount of field goals he never misses, I'd sing his praises like I, I'd keep singing his praises, honestly, but we don't have to do that because we all know just how great he is. And what else can you say about this guy? On that next patch drive, though, Calais Campbell does get injured, but he does get back up like the great player is because Calais Campbell, he's just an absolute tank. He's an absolute beast. He's an absolute monster. You can't keep a good man down like that. The Patriots do get a holding call, though, making it second and 16 for themselves. They then have two missed passes and a, and a messed up handoff, which ends up making it fourth and seven by the end of the first quarter. And with that, it just ends the first quarter in an okay way. There were a few injuries here and there. It was a good first quarter, definitely slow, slow start to the game. And it does pick up once the second quarter gets underway. But for now, all I'll say is the team dynamic between Jackson and Andrews is absolutely stellar. Now let's throw down straight into the second quarter. Finishing off the New England's fourth and seven with a field goal. Now the score being 7-3. And we all see field goals happen to end quarters, start quarters. So this is definitely where numbers start to get put up is in this quarter here. And on the Ravens' offensive drive, this starts next with another shovel pass from Lamar. But this time it's to Isaiah Likely. It's a different change style because Lamar doesn't usually do these shovel passes. It was new and fancier way than he usually he plays. And I definitely enjoyed seeing him do that. And especially with getting into Isaiah Likely because he's going to be the next talk of the town. And again, like earlier in the season, two weeks ago, earlier in the season... 
Mark Andrews is even saying that Isaiah likely has the potential and he will be the next big talk of the town. And it's absolutely crazy to see. But following that next play, Lamar does unfortunately get sacked a little bit. He does uh, get a loss of a few yards, which unfortunately, again, that happens, but we all expect to see it, like I said earlier. They then get a false start penalty for more loss of yards. For the first time yesterday, they were forced to punt the ball the way. Clayus Campbell did get back from his small injury because, like I said, he's a great tackle and it makes it second and nine for the pa- makes it second and nine for that Patriots. They then decide to take their first thirty second timeout for the Patriots offense and this half and. Yeah, that happens. Like sometimes when you're second and nine, third and nine, you got to take a timeout, maybe survey some options, maybe switch it up just a little bit, and you got to see what you got to do. But unfortunately, it didn't really help because the Ravens then force a four and three for Mag Jones and the Patriots, who make the decision to try and go for it. But that daringly dangerous Marlon Humphrey. He ends up stopping the playing, getting a turnover. Like you, what can you say about Marlon Humphrey at this point? Like number forty-four on the Baltimore Ravens defense, Marlon Humphrey. He's an absolute stud. Like, and I know I say this about a lot of players; they're studs. But like, how can you not acknowledge that? Like Marlon Humphrey, he gets these tackles, he gets these pick sixes, he gets these coverage like it's absolutely insane to see him do all this like this man is an absolute force to be reckoned with but starting this drive for the Baltimore offense now because that's where we're back at Lamar decide uh gets taken down for only a loss of a yard which that's now the third sack on Lamar this early in the game but it's it's all right it it happens honestly you can't say really much because early in the first couple of weeks in the early in the early season, you don't want to see you don't mind seeing it. Honestly, you don't mind seeing a couple of sacks. Yeah, you never want to see it. But it's always later in the season when you get right near the end and you're about to get into postseason. That's where you definitely don't want to see those quarterback sacks come in, because that's definitely dangerous territory. Because when you get to the end of the series and get to the end of the season, things that's when things start to count early in the season where we are right now. Week three. Yes, things count, but It definitely won't matter as much with these numbers being put up. But Lamar ends up getting a missed screen pass to Mark Andrews, and this now makes it third and 11. They then proceed to go off sides and get the penalty flag. John Harbaugh decided to go for it on 4 and 11. Lamar did, however, throw an interception to the Patriots for a turnover, this being his first of the day. And we definitely don't like to see these turnovers, especially... After last week, we know how things went with Baltimore being up by so much and then getting these turnovers and making problems. So we definitely don't want to see that happen again. But once the Pats get the ball back, defensive tackle Michael Pierce did unfortunately get injured. It could be a serious injury, said John Harbaugh, and could be out for an extended period of time. And we don't definitely don't want to see that happen because... He definitely is a great player, and you definitely don't want to see that happen. You don't want to see any of your players get injured. Like These injuries are definitely not what we need so early in the year. But defensive back Brandon Stevens breaks a Patriots touchdown to hold them and push them to a third down. And that, that was a great one because Patrick Stevens, like or Brandon Stevens, I'm sorry, I almost got him confused with Patrick Queen. <laughs> but... Brandon Stevens, like, he broke that Patriots tackle or touchdown 
because like Baltimore's defense, it's I don't want to say it's unrivaled, but there's not too many defenses that can actually do these type of things where you have so many people getting so many QB sacks, so many pick sixes, so many hands up. Like it's absolutely insane to see this. And these are just my personal thoughts and my beliefs, but like the result, the ends justify the means, folks. The results are there. Like you can't compare. But let let's get back into it here. However, though, on once it's a third down, Mac Jones, the young quarterback, gets himself the touchdown. Now New England taking the lead with a 10-7 score, and you love to see Mac Jones doing it because he is still fresh. This is only his. I believe his second year in the league now as a quarterback, and he's still pretty young. He's still very fresh, still has a lot of mileage to go, a lot of game, more games to get under his belt. So it's definitely great to see when you see a young quarterback like this take it to the house himself. And again, I know this is a Baltimore podcast, but you always have to give credit to the other team when credit is due. This then sends... The Pats then send a touchback with it to Baltimore at their own 25-yard line. Lamar then taps it into his inner flash. He taps into his speed, and he just takes off and gets the first. And it's absolutely crazy because we all know everybody says Lamar isn't a quarterback, that Lamar's a running back. But we know Lamar is a great quarterback because not only do quarterbacks have the arm strength, but they also have the speed. Like quarterbacks have to have not just a strength to throw the ball, give good handoffs, but they also have the speed to match because they sometimes have to break those tackles or have to take it themselves if they are uh, receivers are covered like that. And this is just an extension of how great Lamar is. Jackson then gives a handoff to Dobbins, who puts on a few steps and gets the first down. And keeping that drive going, Justice Hill then gets another first down for Baltimore. It's absolutely crazy that they were just marching down the field with another first down. After the two-minute warning, Lamar fakes a handoff to Duvernay, who's been quiet thus far, and takes it himself for another first down. Going on second and seven, Mark Andrews gets a great pass from Lamar for his second touchdown of the day. We all know that Justin Tucker does what he does best and once again gets a field goal. Tucker sends it for the touchback. Then the Patriots take their third and final timeout of the half. Once they get back, they do get the first down and Baltimore decides to take their first timeout. I know I'm rushing through this a little bit because we're almost at the end of the half and I do want to talk about a few things. But Baltimore is now taking the lead back after that touchdown. But before we do get there, the Patriots get within range for on this final drive and make the field goal, ending the first half 14-13, Baltimore still being up by one. So that will end the first half of the game. And with it only being a one-score game thus far, it definitely had room to open up with the next half. Overall, in the first half, it wasn't spectacular in my opinion because just going back and forth on downs as well as points with a few injuries in the first half, it went by pretty okay, I guess. But honestly, I don't have much to say except for Mark Andrews getting his second touchdown of the year and four spectacular catches, as well as Lamar being an absolute goat when it can, comes to being a quarterback and keeping those quarterback keepers. Like Other than that, it was a good first half of football and definitely enjoyable to watch. The second half definitely makes things more interesting with things turning around on the drop of a ball. 
In a halftime interview, John Harbaugh did say that they needed to fight through the injuries, and they definitely did. But other than that, like a few things did happen, like with Mark Andrews getting those two beautiful touchdowns and getting that amazing catch. Like you did, like I don't know how I could even speak on Mark Andrews' behalf because you, you really can't. Like I don't know what goes through that man's thought processes and how he thinks or how he gets to the ball and just reels it in so clear and so perfectly. It's just absolutely amazing to see like him get all these catches. And Matt, and like I was saying earlier about Patriots quarterback Mac Jones, like he's even killing it on deep, on offense on his series too because he's absolutely getting these passes straight to his players, like and even getting that touchdown for himself. Like he's a young quarterback, he's a young dude. He's not in his rookie season, but he's still he's still considered a rookie because he's still so young. He still has a lot more to learn and a lot more yards to get and it's just absolutely great to see these young quarterbacks nowadays because like you have the old heads you have all the older veteran players who will always try and coach them and give them the best advice or you hear all the people broadcasting games you always hear them talking about how well these young quarterbacks are doing and like the results are there like you see it for yourself and again just like mac jones and Lamar Jackson, you also have Josh Allen in Buffalo, you have Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. It is absolutely crazy to see all these young quarterbacks doing these things. And with these two young quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson now being in his fourth year and Mac Jones being in his second, going up against each other, like Lamar is an absolute goat. He's absolutely crazy with all the records he breaks. And Mac Jones now getting his touchdown and doing all these things. This is honestly, again, the first half wasn't spectacular because it was just a back and forth contest of we have the ball, we'll get a touchdown. Or we have the ball, we'll get a touchdown, and we're going to force you to a punt. We're going to force you to a punt. You get a quarterback sack, you get a quarterback sack. Like, they just went back and forth, like, arguing siblings, and it was great. Like, it was definitely great to see these players and these teams go back and forth because that's what makes for exciting football. You don't always want to see the game just be one-sided. You don't want to see... Like last week, yes, it was great to see Baltimore get all these points so fast, but then that's what leads to their downfall. You like to see football games like this one go back and forth. You like to see, okay, Baltimore holds the lead. Oh, wait, New England gets a touchdown and a field goal, so now they take the lead. All right, how is Baltimore going to respond on their next drive? And Baltimore gets that touchdown, so they're going to be up now. And right before the end of this drive, New England gets a field goal. Now making, like I said, going into the start of the second half, only a one-score game. And it's absolutely crazy how these things change on the drop of a dime like this. And you can't even say that it's bad because that's what makes for exciting football. That's what makes for an exciting game, and it's absolutely great to see. But... Now let's get in the third quarter and where things start to pick up. The Pats do start off with the ball. As I always say, choosing to defer and getting the ball to start a second half is how you want it. The Ravens get a defensive holding call, giving the Patriots a free first down. Campbell does get a big stop for the Ravens holding New England back fairly well. Mac Jones does get a deep pass to Devontae Parker for a first and goal. Down on the red zone, Patrick Queen, the star-studded man, had a great shot at a pick six, but couldn't pull it all the way in and did not get it. Damian Harris did get the touchdown for New England as they take the lead back from Baltimore, making it a one-score game of 20-14. With 
it being a one-score game, our Baltimore Ravens took the ball back and took it into high gear. The Patriots almost got them on the third and five, but Devin DuVernay, after being quiet for part of the day, gets a big gain of 21 yards plus the first down. Justice Hill gets a quick handoff Lamar with a gain of nine. On a second and short, he gets a 35-yard run to make it first and goal. And you can't even say anything with Lamar with Lamar doing these things. Like how how I don't even understand like how he ha- breaks all these records and still has so much gas left in the tank to do these types of things. But once again, Dobbins gets the first down with the New England flag being thrown. And having 12 men on the field for the Patriots, it was declined to keep those yards instead of trying to give them a free first. But you can't really give them free anything considering that they already got the first down in their within their red zone. Now, here's a name we haven't heard yet, but Josh Olivar gets his first career touchdown with the screen pass over the middle from Lamar. And this is when Baltimore took the lead back. And Josh Oliver, this is his first career touchdown, and it's absolutely great to see. Like with the quarterbacks, it's also these young wide receivers, these young running backs, these young players, period, finally getting lifted from the practice squad or just finally getting their time in the spotlight. Like you'd love to see all the younger guys nowadays getting their recognition and getting the things done. And Josh Oliver is definitely no feat because he got another touchdown for Baltimore. And once back on defense, uh, Matabike gets a great sack on Mac Jones at the top of a holding call from the Patriots. So not only do we get a sack on the quarterback, the Patriots also get a holding call. And you those are the two worst things to ever have in conjunction with each other. Like, you either want one or the other. You never want to have a penalty flag on yourself while your quarterback gets sacked because that is not how things are going to turn out in your favor. And unfortunately, it didn't because in the result of that, it results in a punt for the Patriots. And Devin DuVernay does what he does best and gets an amazing 45-yard return on this one. It definitely speaks to his play style after an amazing 103-yard return last week that he still that still resulted in a loss. He put the burners on and got those yards. Lamar takes another shot at the house with his inhuman speed for an amazing 38-yard gain to make it first and goal, being his longest run of the day. In a play-action pass, Lamar dumps it, hits DuVernay in the corner for the touchdown pass. This is making it a little over a one-score game now being 28-20. So here's when the dynamics started to change, and hear me out on this. Mac Jones throws an interception to Josh Bynes, which puts us back on offense. Rashad Bateman, who had been quiet all day, had a shot at a great pass and missed it. This pushed the Ravens to a 4-5 situation, so they had to call upon the legendary kicker himself, Justin Tucker, to kick an impressive 51-yard field goal to add three more points to the score, making it 31-20. This was the fourth consecutive drive the Ravens had a score on thus far. This is a great great end-to-end of the third quarter, keeping the lead and extending even more. But we have seen this exact same scenario last week and had to keep our heads up and make sure things did not repeat themselves. Because we definitely, like last week, we saw this happen again. We up by the end of the third quarter and last week in the fourth, 
things completely took a 180, maybe even a 360. Like, we don't even know what happened on that. We definitely did not want to see that happen in the fourth quarter this week. But opening up that fourth quarter, only two plays the Patriots are back in the end zone, making it a one-score game again, now at 31-26. We all know how this goes, especially, like I said, after last week. And I don't know about you, but me personally, I got a little nervous because the ghosts of week two started to rear their ugly heads. They tried a two-point conversion and seemed to get it at first, but after a booth review, they ruled that it wasn't there and the call was overturned. Now, we all know that after last week's booth reviews have not been in the home team's favor lately, but on this next Baltimore Ravens drive, I know I speak for the masses, we all got a little nervous after Lamar fakes the handoff to DuVernay, shakes a, ta- a quick tackle, Passes to Bateman, who fumbles the ball, and the Patriots scoop it up and run it all the way down to the 40-yard line in Ravens territory. They once again go under a swift review and did not overturn it in the call. Lamar walked off the field, definitely did not look happy about it. And now you got Patriots back on offense, and this being such a close game, again, the ghosts of Week 2 starting to pop up, and we definitely don't want to see a repeat of what happened. And Mac Jones took it upon himself to get the first down. But unfortunately for the Patriots, but in the best interest of any Ravens fan, Jones throws a pick six, to the bone-chilling star of an athlete, Marlon Humphrey, in the back corner of the end zone. And this is where the whole game flipped, where everything changed, because the Patriots were down in the red zone, almost had the lead, but Mac Jones does throw that pick six, and Marlon Humphrey got his hands up like he does. I don't even have to tell you how great of a player Marlon Humphrey is. Like, if I could go into more detail about it, I would, but... You, you just have to watch him because there's not much you, else you can say about how great of a defensive player Marlon Humphrey is. And that's really when the game flipped itself and where, where Baltimore fans knew, where I knew that, okay, it's now a pick six in the back of the end zone. This game's def- – and now Baltimore's going back on offense. This game's – it's definitely about to flip and stay in Baltimore's favor. But – Lamar was able to make up for his mistake by hitting Andrews for a 24-yard pass. And by this point in the game and season so far, Lamar has run for 81 yards with over 13 yards per carry. And after after that pass to Mark, he gets a he gets a run and it's absolutely crazy. Like Lamar broke a record last week beating out Michael Vick for 100 plus yards, 12 of them in the game and it's absolutely crazy like Lamar's just out here breaking records and again say what you want about Lamar he isn't just a quarterback he also has this he isn't a running back I should say he is a great quarterback because like I've expressed it quarterbacks not only need to have the arm strength to get to where they need to go but they also need to have the speed because some like I said before sometimes you can't pass to your receivers sometimes you can't get that Hail Mary pass off or you can't get that quick screen pass or that slant. You have to take it upon yourself to do these things and that it's just what Lamar does and he absolutely did it. And it's just amazing to see because like I said, they say he should be a running back, but it's not what he is. He's a quarterback, a great one as a matter of fact. He knows how to use all his assets in his game. He's got a great arm for amazing passes like just when he hit Mark 
He then takes his speed to the house and gets himself out of trouble, like he did on the next play when he scrambled and got out of bounds, avoiding a sack. And his sense of awareness and knowing where his teammates are and how to get to the ball to them, it's just absolutely amazing. He did have to dump the ball away, making it third along, forcing the second punt of the day for the Ravens. The punt was spotted, however, for only 22 yards, and New England tried to take it from there. Patrick Crean once again used his tremendous defensive skills to hold them to a 3rd and 7 situation, forcing another turnover on downs as the Patriots tried to go for it where it was stopped. And again, once we got this touchdown and once we flipped it, it really started to speak to Baltimore's character. This next drive was a good one because on the first play, Rashad Bateman was able to make up for his first mistake and got a 34-yard gain. Lamar ended up holding it in the pocket for a solid 8 seconds on the next play, and we all know what happens when you give Jackson too much time in the pocket. He definitely takes advantage of it because he gets an impressive 20-yard gain with that run. This was his 12th game where he was able to crack 100-plus rushing yards, and you love to see it. Like... Like, is there nothing this man can't do? Honestly, I don't know if there's anything this man can't do. And there's a reason he got the MVP his rookie season. A reason why he's broken so many records and only been in the league a short amount of time. He's going up against veterans who've, who haven't even cracked these types of records. These younger quarterbacks, like I said, are definitely out to prove themselves in their league and show their predecessors just how things can get done. And like I said, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and even in this game, Mac Jones doing incredible things. And you just love to see it with these younger quarterbacks just proving themselves and showing that all these records that are throughout NFL history will be broken by this new generation of players. But back back to the action, Lamar takes another quarterback keeper on a third and goal for the touchdown. And we all know who pushed it. We all know that it pushed the envelope even further with his tremendous leg power. Justin Tucker taking the lead to 37-26. Nearing the end here in the last few minutes, Mac Jones is sacked once again. Then approaching the two-minute warning on the next play, he sends a deep pass to the center of the field with excellent pass coverage. It is picked off by Marcus Peters. With that being the last possession of the game for the Patriots, Baltimore takes a knee and ends the game at 37-26, moving to a 2-1 streak now. My overall thoughts of the game, honestly, they were good. I was a little skeptical late on when New England almost came back and kept taking the lead back when we were going back and forth. But overall, it was a good game and definitely well fought, definitely well deserved, especially after last week's debacle. It was one of those not nail-biting, but it will be good to see them win type of games because we all know the amount of plays going back and forth and scoring going back and forth. And it was one of those games that you just wanted to see the team win. In my personal opinion, that pick that Mac Jones threw to Marlon Humphrey in the end zone is what really sealed the deal on the game period once... He was able to get back on offense, and Lamar was able to get that last touchdown. It was pretty much over at that point. Granted, yes, these Patriots did get one more shot at getting a touchdown after a sack and going under review for another pick from Mac Jones that was being three in total for him yesterday. It just kind of led to their unfortunate defeat. But overall, I think the Ravens definitely earned and deserved this win after last week. 
And we can't help but want to see them continue these things because there was great ball handling, there was great pass coverage, and being able to get the ball while getting out of bounds at the same time to get those yards on those plays was definitely a great sight to see. Next week, we'll be back at home at M&T Bank Stadium against the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Oh boy, is this going to be a doozy. Thank you for listening, Ravens Flock. I've been your host, Anthony Probst, giving you the recap of the Week 3 contest between the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots. I'll see you next week.